race for governor. I want to welcome everybody in that's also, we do the, <clears throat> what I like to call, many people call the, the midday report on Facebook Live. If you find my page, John DiPietro Show, you can see the Rhode Island State House, the Den of Thieves is in the background. <clears throat> and it's right there. It is a happening. This portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. Of course, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in, take the ride. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Fall is in the air. They are ready. Boy, it's very muggy out, but they're open seven days a week. Homegrown mums and kale, outstanding. They have mums from 4-inch, 12-inch pots, 10-inch, 12-inch hangers, 12-inch patio pots. Six and nine inch kale assorted colors, four to six inch ornamental peppers, pumpkins, straw, cornstalks, gourds, sugar pumpkins, fall decorations, so much more. And remember, fall is the best time to plant trees and shrubs because there's less watering needed. Screen loom, crushed stone, mulch still available, pick up a delivery and gift certificates are available. It's Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR landscape materials and garden center pop it and see them look for them on facebook they have a great facebook page to keep it up to date you see everything that they offer shop local great service quality items pr landscape materials and garden center 3688 quaker lane in north kingstown well folks good afternoon now uh we will have a posting on the website uh coming up after the show and don't forget, again, just a reminder, uh, our website, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. A great meal, a feast is waiting for you. Stop in and see Jim and his crew. Rhode Island tradition since 1977. They have the biggest bar in Rhode Island. It's enormous. It's great. Great food. Great crowd. Coesed Inn. But, folks, uh, <clears throat> and I'll give credit to Channel 12. Now, as much as I hate reporting this, and I do... But Providence Mayor Jorge Eloja has announced he will now not be running for governor. Now, you heard it. If you heard last hour when we were speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, that has been kind of floating around. And I'll give you the inside story. I do want to give credit. He did speak. Channel 12 gets to break the story just a short time ago. Now, this was set up because he's got the look that he wants. And uh, I'm sure they arrange, you know, he's he'll talk to you, meet outside City Hall, blah, blah, blah. Here is Providence Mayor. And now, folks, the reason is, is because I was looking forward to covering him. Uh, very ineffective candidate. Uh, he has absolutely ruined and destroyed the city of Providence. It's going to take a lot of doing to bring it back. But a short time ago on Channel 12, well, Channel 12, talking to them, breaking the story, Providence Mayor Jorge Elijah will not be a candidate for governor. Here's what it uh, sounded like with Providence Mayor Alorza. For higher office, namely the governor's office for the past year in charge. <clears throat> and uh, today I've told my supporters and I'm announcing that I will not be a candidate for governor next time around. And I don't plan to be on the ballot at all in, um, in 2022. You know, for me, it was a decision that, you know, really came down to two, two reasons. The first is, you know. I all right. Now, let me give you the inside. As you heard Dan McGowan say, he uh, was doing polling, right? He was doing polling. He has hard to believe, folks, but Alors has got one million in the bank. He does that he could use for governor or statewide office for statewide office so he doesn't have to give the money back these are the hardcore supporters i've heard some of his polling numbers now again at 12 10 this is significant i'm going to tell you why <clears throat> but i've heard some of his polling numbers were single digit single digit below chafee numbers chafee thought about maybe i'll run for re-election chafee was thinking this in 2013, maybe next year, 2014, Link Chafee was elected. He won November 2010. Chafee, nitwit, dumbbell, totally incompetent, thought, maybe I'll go for another term. They did some polling. His approval rating was 14%. 14% in June of 2013, Chafee announced, I'm not running for governor next year. And then that paved the way for immediately Providence Mayor Angel Tavares, General Treasurer Gina Raimondo announced... And then early in 14, Clayboy, Clay Pell, <clears throat> Mr. Prius announced that he was going to run. But regardless of what he's going to say here, what I am hearing is Alorza is polling single digits. Listen, and I hope we had something to do with it because he is incompetent. That guy, he cannot run the city of Providence. He certainly can't run Rhode Island. <clears throat> Since last year, he has been on a mission 
Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza to try to attain his path for victory was to try to get the African-American vote. He thought that he could get the Latino vote in Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls. And then with the African-American vote, he thought he had a path to win now the Democrat primary. And I want to remind people, there were people listening saying, well, I would never vote for He doesn't even want your vote. Folks, it's all about winning Providence and winning the Democrat primary. Because in the Democrat Party, they feel whoever wins Providence is the next governor. Because then they feel you'll win the primary like dominoes. If you win Providence next September, boom, domino falls. You win the Democrat primary, boom, you're elected the next governor. I want to remind people the Republican Party does not have a candidate. And I know GOP chairwoman Susie Yankee keeps claiming she's got someone. I, I haven't heard of anything like that. If there's someone out there, they're really keeping it a secret. And those things are never good because if it's a total novice, they need time to get rid of the, the novelty. But this is not about family. This is about he would be running if he thought he could win. His pulses are basically saying it's impossible. Where do you start? The riot, the ATVs, the fight with Governor McKee, the violence in the city, dismantling the police department. Alorza, uh, and, and it started last summer. He was the first one to say we're going to remove Providence Plantation. He was the first one that said we're going to start to give reparations. He was the first one out of the box saying we're going to pay people not to work. That was all done to try to curry favor with the African-American vote. You know, for me, it was a decision that you know, really came down to two, two reasons. The first is, you know, I have a young child and I have family responsibilities. Baby Fromar. Um, and you got to put family first. Um, but second, and, uh, and also incredibly important, is I have a really demanding job. And uh, that's not it. I came to see over the past, you know, several months, maybe five, six, seven months, that you can only do one, you know, full time. He full can't speed. even do that. And running for statewide office really requires a 100% commitment. And uh, I made a commitment to the residents of the city that I was going to be mayor for eight years. And I intend to give it my full attention, my full commitment for that full eight years. Now, I'll tell you, folks, where he is dangerous now. Where Alorza, I'll explain right now, where Mayor, by, by the way, we also have big news on Gordon B. Ernst, which I'm going to get to in a moment. Um, we, he and I share a lot of mutual friends. Gordon Ernst, one time, I mean, you want to talk about... Just dominant hockey player, dominant tennis player. Mr. Cranston had an unbelievable gig. Uh, men's and women's Georgetown tennis coach. But the problem is that the job doesn't pay a lot. So you're around a lot of people of means, but there you are. And he's playing tennis at the White House. He was giving lessons to Michelle Obama and the Obama girls as he was the coach of Georgetown. But the problem is, in his mind, is it just didn't pay anything. I think it now I mean. You're around people that are making a lot of money. And I believe Coach of Georgetown, I could Google it, but I think it was like 90000 Somewhere in there. Now, someone could say, hey, that's still good. It is good. But you're around people, again, who are of tremendous means. But Gordy Ernst, which we're going to get to, but they're talking about he has to forfeit $3.4 million, which means the FBI, they want to grab every last bribe that he took and <clears throat> four years in federal prison. Four years in federal prison. Folks, that's no walk in the park. You're talking, now, if you have to do, that's, that's 48 months of time. That, that is not you're doing a half. That means you're doing like 40 months. That's three, maybe three and a half years of prison. Federal prison, where they can move you around. That is not easy. Certainly not what it used to be. People think, oh, you know, it's like club fed. It's not like that anymore because the federal prisons are filled with illegals, drug dealers. Um, you know, this federal prisons are packed. But Gordy Yarns, now, you know, this uh, we'll get to that because I want to stay on the Alorza thing. And also, I do have the recording. Mayor Alorza breaking the news to members in the Latino community. Uh, about his situation and decision not to run. And that's very interesting because he mentions yours truly. I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. Folks, I want to remind you, <clears throat> on this Wednesday, September 15th, you're listening to the Don DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 .9 FM. If you're watching on Facebook, please share that you're watching. Click that like button. Send me a message. Become a supporter of the Facebook page, for crying out loud. Uh, but, folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Jamie's Power Wash. Now, with all the rain that we've had, the humidity, the hot weather, 
outside, and we still have a long way to go. The weather today and next week, it's going to be beautiful. You want to be outside, but you don't want to deal with, you know, contact Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545. You can find them on Facebook. I'll give the website in just a moment. 401-837-4545. Pressure wash your vinyl siding. Remove the dirt, mold, mildew, bugs, deck staining. I'll tell you, Jamie came to my home. He did a fantastic job. Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545. You can also find him online at jamiespowerwash.com. Jamie's Power Wash, Handyman Services, Paint Rhode Island. He does it all. Jamie Freitas, the guy is in front of He's just fantastic. 401-837-4545. Now, folks, I did mention... We're, we will have the latest news on Mayor Jorge Elijah coming up on the website, petro.com And don't forget, our website, folks, is sponsored by End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll tell you, I was there on Sunday for the Patriots game. Dana runs a great place. It's clean. It's friendly. Family-owned. Karaoke Friday, Saturday nights. They had the NFL ticket going. Great place. Pop in. Obviously nice and air-conditioned. Good crowd. End zone sports pub. A lot of people are not venturing to Providence anymore. Not safe. But you can enjoy the game. Great drinks. Food on Friday, Saturday night and during the games. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. So Providence Mayor Jorge Elijah. Now, folks, again, what he's saying is not have not, has nothing to do with reality. The reason he's not running is basically the poll numbers are so brutal. And I, I would like to think that this program had something to do with it. And we have covered him as aggressive as anyone. We would high, uh, showcase folks. He was always apologizing. He, has, he had no business even thinking he could be governor. None. And I will talk about the effects on the race. But I do want to play. Uh, he did break the news to his supporters um, just a short time ago. Hola. Hola. I have an announcement. Mayor of Providence. I have decided because of that gringo, John DePietro, he has made it almost impossible for me to steal I mean win the race for governor I'm as disappointed as you are I wanted to make it a sanctuary state I wanted to make us the Guatemala of the north I want to thank all the ATV riders the rioters Black Lives Matter the gang wars and everyone else that ruined my chances with all those creeps on the east side. In the meantime, I still have the keys to the city. Let's party. Bring your families in. And we'll get voters for the next time around. So, folks, uh, obviously a very unrepentant Jorge Alorza. Now, let's break it down again at 1220. Good afternoon, folks. It's Juan. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I will admit, I think it's unfair of Mayor Alorza to blame me. Has nothing to do with the coverage uh, that I have provided. As some of you that watch Juan After Dark, you know the story where they feel that my coverage of him in the city is distorted. They feel that, can you imagine, they, they say, you know, why is he broadcasting from a crime scene anyway? Well, I don't know, because it's a murder, for crying out loud. <clears throat> they feel it's been negative coverage. Uh, then they were even hinting that I need to get their permission to broadcast from the city. Listen, that guy never should have been elected mayor. Never. <clears throat> and now... It's too bad because it would have been fun with him trying to run for governor. But that is now obviously not going to happen with Mayor Alorza. I am surprised, but Dan McGowan called it right. If you missed it, we had Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, and he, he knows Mayor Jorge Elijah better than anyone. So, But for the mayor to say, you know, I have a young child, baby Fromar, and you know, I am the mayor, and it's a full-time job, yeah, that, that's like foolishness. What has he been doing? He's been campaigning anyway. So that's not true. Now, what does this do to the race? So the big winner out of the box is 
Secretary of State Nellie Gorbia. Because say what you want, and as frightening as it is, but Alorza was going to get a big percentage of the Latino vote. There's no question about it, folks. He was going to get, I mean, let's face it, it's not like no one ever voted for the guy. Some people voted for the guy. So now he can be deal maker. What Mayor Alorza wants to do and can do now is let's make a deal. He wants to, and I don't know, I think he is very friendly with Nellie Gorbea, Secretary of State. So this could be a boon to her. Number one, she's the only woman in the race. This certainly, it helps her campaign. You can't deny it helps her campaign. There's no way he's giving an endorsement to Governor McKee. That part is not happening. But this could be good. Right now, we know that Nellie Gobia has announced. Seth Magaziner, general treasurer, with that very weak announcement yesterday. I can't imagine voting for that guy, but he was general treasurer. Two different terms. He served two terms as general treasurer, so you never know. So I can't imagine it, but it did happen that way. But Alorza, there's no way. I don't know enough about the relationship between him and Seth Magaziner. But as frightening as it is, you're running for mayor. Wouldn't hurt to have the endorsement, as weak as it may be. You're looking for every vote in the city of Providence to maybe have Mayor Alorza campaign with you in Silver Lake, in Odieville, in the West End, some of those areas. Obviously, the numbers were not flipping for him. Uh, this is also good for, there's a guy, Dr. Luis Monez or something like that, who's also running. Again, I think he's normally like a under 5% candidate, but allures are not there. Believe it or not, it actually gives him minor boost. Not a big boost, but a minor boost. So it does not help Governor McKee. Does not help, well, it hurts McKee because Alorza and Nelly Gorbia would be splitting maybe some voters. So, but if you have Latino voters, and if we're to believe they want to vote for a Latino candidate, right? I mean, that's what we're told, that they don't want to vote for Governor McKee and Seth Magaziner. This is actually a very good thing for Nelly Gorbia. It is. Now, it also could open up the door for someone else to come cruising in through the door. It could open the door uh, for that. If there was someone on the outside was like, I'm not sure. Um, it's certainly now there's almost like another seat at the table. Because otherwise, right now, folks, you have Governor McKee, who he's the de facto governor just because, uh, you know, Queena left and became Commerce Secretary. You have Seth Magazine, who's not wowing anyone. And then you have Nellie Gorbia, who can't even, like, finish a sentence without speaking, kind of. So we thought we would, you know, improve the voter rolls. I mean, she can't even, the only thing she has on her side is she has the voter rolls. And she plans on manipulating the voter rolls to try to get elected. So the race for governor, folks, starting to come into focus a little bit. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's Coogie, the Coogie Point. Call them 401-732-6562. It's Coogs. Give them a call. 24-hour emergency service. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan Heating. Look for them on Facebook. And again, the number 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan Heating. It's Coogs. Find out. Make sure your boiler system, your tech, the technicians, they'll make sure you're ready to go for the winter ahead. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, again, I implore you, visit the website, dePietro.com, which is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration, S-O-L-E, Mike Seepy and crew, fire, smoke damage, water damage, storm damage, Soul, S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401-712-2700. There's a direct link at the website to Petro.com and also serving Massachusetts as well. So soul source restoration.com. So uh, again, repeating the big story right now is Providence and is big. Providence Mayor Jorge Elorca, unfortunately, folks, because I think it would have been fun. Uh, now, where he also becomes dangerous, Olorza, I will not run for governor in 2022. I'll tell you where he becomes dangerous, though, is because now this is where Olorza is really dangerous. 
think about this. It's September right now. I'm not going to break any news here, but it's September 2021. It's 1227 in the afternoon on this Wednesday. You're listening. It is Juan to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380. Boom. Plug that into the car or 99.9 FM, wherever you're listening or online at the website, DePietro.com. But now he's term limited out. Mayor Alorza, he's in office for another uh, let's see, year 13 is October 14th. He's in office for another 15 months, term limited out. What does that mean? It means he can basically do whatever he wants. And that guy, not worrying about his polling numbers and race for governor, that could be dangerous. So who knows what he could enact in the city of Providence? He definitely wants to continue I would think, to improve upon his progressive credentials. So this is dangerous for the state. It's certainly dangerous for the city of Providence. Uh, The only thing that would maybe keep a guy like Mayor Jorge Elorja in check is the fact that, you know, his consultants or someone saying to him, like, hey, you got to be careful about your polling numbers. You don't want to do that, blah, blah, blah. Now. Now he's like, you know, think of a high school student in in May of their graduating, right? They're already accepted at the school. The grades are almost in. You know, they they don't have to go to class. They don't, you know, whatever senior graduating, senioritis, they, Alorza, this, this is a dangerous situation. This is give out jobs, do favors, help people continue to build bridges, um, this and he's got power. This is a, the the city council in Providence will really have to try to rein him in. But uh, Governor McKee, this also I this doesn't help him. I think Alorza in the race would scatter the field for uh, Governor McKee because that would affect Nellie Gobia, folks. Nellie Gobia now as as much as she, you have to be careful of someone like her. Because remember, as Stalin said, it's not important who votes. What's important is who counts the votes. She has the voter roll. She has the list. I believe they are operating under different master lists. There's the list that we see, and then there's the list that she has. She plans a big ground game. Has she accomplished anything that would make her a gubernatorial candidate? Secretary of State Nelly Gorbia. The answer is no. Uh, does she have a lot of money? The answer would be no. Does she have big name recognition? The answer would be no. Then what would make her motivate her to think that she could be governor of Rhode Island? The voting list. She's got the voting list. She completely revamped voting during her time in office. She should have been investigated. Folks, as I've told you, the most important office for the Republican Party Next year in Rhode Island, hear me out. This is important. Listen to Juan. The most important office is Secretary of State. Someone must get in there to straighten out the vote. I repeat, someone must get into that office to straighten out the vote and the voting list. Now, someone might say, oh, there's dead people voting. That's not how they manipulate it. They do multiple people People are voting multiple times. They have illegals voting. They have a master list of mail ballots that needs to be eliminated. You know, President Trump sent out a <clears throat> President Trump sent out an email last night talking about the importance of paper ballots. You know, we need to go back in Rhode Island to paper ballots. Everything now they want the computer, folks. How do you track things on a computer? Very, very difficult. Um, I went over to the Board of Elections. It's, it was, I was, it was, it's a joke. You, this, it's purposely designed. It's like a maze. If you've ever tried to do a maze, that's what it's like. You keep running into walls. It's not, it's designed to make it difficult to check. Very difficult. And they operate over there like people running a criminal organization. They were very nervous when I was over there. They were all tense. They were all watching me. I was even told they were filming me while I was in there. Uh, It is impossible. You would need the full computer disk. You would need to run that through a computer program. 
the naked eye, if, if you just sat down with a bunch of people and put them in a conference room, they cannot detect either the duplications or things that don't belong on the voting list. Our voting lists are bloated. But if someone says to me, you mean dead people voting? It's a, I think it's a smaller fraction compared to there are people voting multiple times. And the way to get out of that is you need to clean up that voting list. Our elections are not legitimate. They're not. Has nothing to do with President Trump. I repeat, has nothing to do with President Trump. What they do is they exploit weaknesses within the system. I repeat, what the Democrat Party does, they don't fix loopholes. They exploit loopholes within the system. If they find, hey, you can easily get around such and such of a requirement, they don't fix it and close the loophole. They exploit the loophole. That really came out in the Mattiello Jeff Britt trial last fall. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, I want to give a big shout out and encourage you to pop in. Now, listen, it's Wednesday. It's nice weather out. It's going to be nice all week. I want you to stop in and see Michael at the CBD store in Warwick, the CBD store. You can find them on Facebook. Their, their Facebook uh, and their address is 1845 Post Road and Warwick. Now, I have shared this to my Facebook page as well. But they have something for everyone. They're right off of 95. They're right across from TF Green Airport. So they have everything you need, whether it is for a pet, an older pet. Maybe you're fighting stress, anxiety, sleep, pain, or seizure. Don't fight it alone. Stop in the CBD store. And especially if you want a great night's sleep, try the Delta 8 gummies. Just a tiny little thing of candy. Folks, you will sleep incredible. You will sleep like Von Bulow type of sleep. And I mean like sunny. Like you go into a coma. You wake up in a nice, relaxed, refreshed state. Stop and see them. It's beautiful. They have a nice clientele. I am willing to bet that there are many people that, and you could be one of them, that you just, you've ridden by the store and you don't even realize that it's there. The CBD store in Warwick 1845 Post Road. And they, our journey begins and ends with you. Highest quality, most unique products in the industry. They are just fantastic. Family run. They have a, um, careful attention in each item. And their products are just fantastic. Self-care, essential, mental, physical health. Folks, stop in. No matter what it is that you have, they can help you. It is the CBD store. I'm getting great feedback from many of you that are popping in there. You can call them at 360-7093-401. But the easiest thing to do is look for them on Facebook, the CBD store, or pop in and see them, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. Well, folks, good afternoon. At 1236, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, another big story that has developed, and we'll probably get into it tomorrow with our uh, legal uh, expert, uh, attorney Tim Dodd. But that is, but I did want to touch on the fact that Gordy Ernst, uh, who was, I mean, the guy was just a legend. Um, his father was a tennis and hockey coach. And the kid was a phenomenal, Gordy Ernst was an absolute phenomenal uh, high school. He was also just an incredible tennis player. He was the Georgetown uh, tennis coach. And then he got caught up in that whole varsity blues. So, but ex-Georgetown, he was also for a very short amount of time the URI women's coach. Gordy Ernst will admit to taking millions in bribes. For team spots, college admissions. Folks, the, the U.S. attorney, they're recommending four years in federal prison. Four years in federal prison. That's not the ACI. That means they ship you around wherever they want to put you. Four years. Federal prison. Now, everything in prison is done by months. So that's actually 48 months. CNC got 60 months. CNC got 60 months. Four years. So 48 months. So, Gordy Ernst, you have to do 80%. Now, the judge could go even higher than that. This is just what they're recommending. Could go lower. No guarantee on that. Most of the time, if he's going to admit, plead guilty, that means they've come to an agreement. But how about this number? He has to forfeit 
million. 3.4 million. Now, what does that mean? That means that they are estimating, they're taking, now that's, they're grabbing every dime that he basically got. I'm also um, seeing the FBI Boston Operation Varsity Blues update. Gordy Ernst, former head coach, men and women tennis at Georgetown, has agreed to plead guilty connection, soliciting, accepting bribes, um, and agreed to plead guilty. So I want to just quickly um, read this because, I mean, to me, he is a Georgetown, but it's, it's a bigger Rhode Island story. He's 54 years old, so he also had a place in Falmouth on the Cape. Plead guilty, uh, federal programs, bribery, three counts of bribery. Um, sentence of, oh, okay. Well, here's the parties have agreed to sentence of at least one year, up to four years in prison. Two years supervised release, forfeiture of over $3.4 million. Wow. Whew. He was involved with Rick Singer. By the way, that is now a, um, a special on, I think it's on Netflix, I saw it. Uh, but then he had his own scams going with that. So he, um, the remaining defendant, boom, boom, boom. So we'll see exactly when that's going to be, but... Um, this is definitely some more details. Um, so who knows? Maybe it would be. That's still uh, a tremendous amount of time. And folks, here's the thing. I mean, between COVID and and everything else, um, I have visited people that I covered in uh, federal prison. There's there's nothing. Um, you, you don't want to be in. There's there's nothing. There's nothing good about it. When I visited there. I was just visiting an inmate to get some information, and I couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. So um, it's it's just brutal. And with with some of the people that got jammed up with January 6th, and by the way, there's a big protest for those people this weekend in D.C. If I wasn't going to the Patriots Jets, I'd be going to D.C. to cover that. But um, but the, the, the thing, one of the... Um, uh, the Proud Boys, Dominic uh, Pizzullo of uh, Rochester, he, he's begging to get out because he, he said there's, there's no hygiene in the prison in any way. So now the Wall Street Journal has it. Uh, I want to just, I know I, for some reason that the 90,000 sticks, sticks out in my mind of, um, of how much he was getting paid to coach tennis at, at Georgetown. And I, I think it was less than that at URI. I don't remember um, exactly, but I, I will get that number. But talk about that. that That's not just a fall from grace. That is a that is a crash. That is a major, major crash. Um, he must uh, forfeit assets include 276000 the value of his home, and $3.4 million. The amount that they say he derived from his crimes. So, no, I, um, and I've told the story. I have someone who, now granted, folks, again, these are, keep in mind, he's lucky he's going to prison in America, right? I mean, if you've ever watched, if you ever uh, sometime go on YouTube or the Discovery Channel and or National Geographic or one of those and look for locked up abroad or busted abroad. And they have these people that are down in their luck, and someone promises them money. So they have to fly down to, like, Brazil or Colombia or somewhere like that. And then the, all they have to do is bring a suitcase back, and the people are running late. And the next thing you know, you know, like, it's, they're, they're bringing back, like, kilos of blow, and it's, like, hanging out of the suitcase. And a couple times it goes, well... And then they have to keep doing it. Maybe the first time it goes well. But anyhow, when they get locked up in some of these prisons in Central, in some of the prisons in uh, South America, Central America, they, you, you know, it's not like, uh, hey, guard, I want to make a complaint or can I talk to the warden? They allow gangs to run the different complexes like, you know, gang A is in charge of complex A and then gang B. And they just, you know, that's how they try to keep the peace and everything. You're mixed up there. So it is uh, brutal. Now, listen, again, Rhode Island, federal, you don't want to be in federal prison. Number one, there isn't one. 
I mean, unless they negotiated that he's going to do some of the time at the Wyatt Detention Center in the Central Falls, in Central Falls, which is no, there's nothing fun about it. I mean, there's just nothing redeeming about prison. I know if you ever watched The Wire, uh, Wee Bay and Avon Barksdale, and, you know, they always say there's only two days you do, the, the day you go in and the day you leave. Other than that, you don't focus on it. But um, but it's not like that for the normal person and there's just you know there's drugs and it's like gross and uh never mind with covid again i don't gordy ernst and i share mutual friends where i think where this was a major screw up now again i'm not i don't know he had a good attorney um who knows exactly what his situation was but there were people in federal prison that were doing home confinement because of covid right like michael cohen Former attorney for President Trump, he was one of them. Cohen was one of them. So, I mean, if you're Gordy, Gordy Ernst, it, it, it's possible that last spring, and I mean 2020, that if he had worked things out, and maybe it wasn't. Maybe he couldn't work things out. Maybe it took this long to try to get them down. But, I mean, Michael Cohen and a bunch of these other people were all let out on home, you know, again, home confinement. Better than being in the can. So better to then just be in your own house. I don't know, have a toothbrush. Kind of eat and sleep as you like. Don't have someone breathing over you. There's no fighting over what we're watching on the TV or anything like that. I mean, at least you have that type of situation. But uh, nothing redeeming about. And I've heard stories of um, there was a um, there was. Uh, a guy, there was a, uh, someone that the, the feds thought had some information for them. And um, so they grab him and they throw him in uh, a federal prison. And the FBI guy said, you know, is there, is there something you want to tell me? He felt that he had some information for him or that he knew something he wasn't saying. And the guy said, no, I don't, nope, I don't have anything to tell you. He's like, all right, well, guess what? You're going on tour. So the next morning at 5 o'clock, prison guards come in, drag him, throw him on a bus. He doesn't know where he's going. You don't get to ask where you're going, right? He ends up, now he's in a federal prison in Detroit. He's there for whatever, right? Three weeks or a month. Family's trying to track him down, da-da-da. He's just in the system. So brand new there. Who shows up? FBI. Something you want to tell me. Guy said, no. All right, you're going back on tour. A few days later, boom, five in the morning. They come in, grab them, throw them on a bus. Where are we going? Shut up. Next thing you know, you know, they're pulling into a prison. He was in Oklahoma. Then he was in Texas. <laughs> then he was in Arizona, I think. So um, I don't think this guy, the one I'm talking to, I don't think he ever cracked. But that's the type of stuff that they do. It's bad enough being in, from what I'm told. I've never served a day. I've never been charged with a crime. But it, it's bad, it would be bad enough doing time. But to then having them bounce you around different places, I mean, that, that kind of starts to go to a, a, another level, right? I mean, I would think that that kind of goes to another level. Folks, good afternoon. It's 1245 on this Wednesday, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. Hey, this portion of the program is brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Right now, listen to me. Listen to me at 1245 on this Wednesday. Uh, it is absolutely a buyer's market. John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. If you're listing and you would like to sell some of your firearms... Contact John Francis or just bring them in at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call them at 401-727-1716. Firearms, ammunition, competition, shooting supplies. They're open Tuesday through Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. Firearms, ammunition, located 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You take the last exit off of 95. You're going to go past the Attleboro train station. Then you're at the intersection of Newport Avenue and Benefit Street. Exit 2A, Benefit Street. Just remember, Benefit Street. Remember, it will benefit you to go to competition shooting supplies. You can sell them on consignment. 
he will buy them from you outright or you just want to shop and get some firearms and ammunition competition shooting supplies and also he'll john francis is great he will post a lot of the new uh firearms that he gets he will post them on facebook so you can uh, find his page and go from there as well well folks good afternoon at 12:47. i'm gonna i will touch on the gavin newsom information out of california uh this is something to pay attention too. This is, you know, it's not your imagination suddenly this week, it's Wednesday, and suddenly, like, why is President Trump and all these lead stories in the news? It's it's by design. I'm going to touch on that. This portion of the program, though, folks, and again, if you visit the website, we have unique video, we have original stories. It's brought to you by Centerdale Revival. I want to congratulate everybody, Shane and his crew, and they've won several awards with Rhode Island Monthly. What a fantastic autumn fest they had. Centerdale Revival, uh, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. This past weekend was the first uh, Autumn Fest, and it was a huge hit. Perfect weather. We filmed there. If you missed it, you can check it out on Friday night. My God, that was so much fun. Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. So, folks, um, and I will touch on the situation with uh, President Trump, but we're going to save that for next hour. We have some sound. This is uh, without question. Listen, the the media is definitely it's not your imagination. They are trying to, you know, help out the Biden team and they're going to do everything they can to try to um, and help the Biden team. I also want to mention, though. And we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I want to commend Johnston Mayor Joe Policina. And I know we have a number of people that listen in Johnston. They get the 18, uh, AM 1380 well or even the 99.9 FM. I know Johnston Mayor Joe Policino well. I like him. I respect him. Uh, but he has, he has struck gold. And you're going to hear more about this. And the thing about it, folks, is it says a lot about the type of individual. If you're Amazon, you're Amazon. So you're meeting with... Johnson Mayor Joe Policina, they had a chance. They could have put this in Providence. They're not going to put it in Providence. This is such a win for the town of Johnston. Think about this. Amazon is going to build, and we talked about this in the 11 o'clock hour. How big is this warehouse going to be? Are you ready for this off Hartford Avenue? 3.8 million square feet. 3.8 8 million square feet. We're not talking about somebody that needs 50,000 square feet. We're not talking about someone that says, I need a big space. How much? I need 100,000 square feet. 3.8 million square feet. Robotics, suitable fulfillment center off Hartford Avenue. Easy access to 295. How much is this new Amazon building going to cost to build? Are you ready for this? $290 million. Probably a little bit of cost overrun. It's a $300 million facility. I repeat, Johnston has hit gold. Amazon will build basically a 4 million square foot center. 3.8 million square foot robotic center. Cost three hundred million and fifteen hundred workers to start. Fifteen hundred workers to start, and Amazon is a great company. This is a, people want to work for Amazon. I'll tell you where this could be a problem: is there are people right now that have people working for them, and maybe people don't like. And I mean, like people that are hourly workers that maybe they don't like their job. Amazon pays well. And there's a lot of perks working for Amazon. So right now, there's a lot of small businesses that are saying, you know, there's a worker shortage. Amazon's about to grab 1,500 workers. They're going to get people. They're going to leave their current jobs to go to work for Amazon. A lot of benefits to working there. And plus, they pay more than a lot of other companies do. They're going to pay an average of over $7 million a year in property taxes. So $7 million, boom, dropped in. They're going to do over $5 million public safety programs. 
50,000 to sports programs. All the seniors in Johnson, you're going to get 100,000 for a brand new state-of-the-art senior center. I mean, this is, but here's my point. They're not building in Providence. This is a huge, huge loss. It shows you that you had two mayors. Mayor Jorge Elijah, who's not running for governor, and you had Mayor Policina, the mayor of Johnston. They chose him. Now, there's some other spots could have gone well. Uh, any Listen, anyone would want to have this. Anyone would want to have it. It's big that Mayor Policina in the town of Johnston was able to lure this. I mean, it is, it's, it's huge for who's ever going to build it. It's huge for the tax base. Uh, think of the businesses around there. Think of all the businesses in around Johnston, and you're about to have 1,500 new people commuting in and out of your town. Now, granted, maybe some of them come right off 295. I don't know exactly how they're going to do it. They may have a ramp that goes right in. But, hey, there's people that say, let's go out to dinner. Let's get a drink. I'm going to do some shopping after work. Whatever it may be, we're going to go work out. I mean, that is, it's just hard to imagine. You don't see things like that. There's, there's, no, there's not two of them. That's for sure. There's not two of them. And there certainly isn't three of them. But that also shows if there was one place that really needed something like that, it's that 195 land in, uh, in Providence. But Alorza couldn't cut the deal on that. Now, they wanted 295, I believe, is very attractive to Amazon. 295, you know, you don't have the getting bogged down of traffic of 95, a little more flowing. Um, Providence tried to do something. Everyone's got the handout. You don't have confidence in the mayor. A lot of reasons why this did not go to Providence. A lot of reasons why this did not go to Providence. But big win for Johnson. Now, when that, that said, listen, uh, this, this would have been big. I don't know how aggressively Cranston was trying to get something like this. Uh, but Cranston, anybody should have been trying to get something like this. I don't know exactly who they were looking for, but every city in town, I would think, like Pawtucket, really should have aggressively gone after this. Anyone would. Anyone that has direct, especially anyone with direct access and that amount of land to 295. So the, the, that, that's such a win for the town of Johnston. You just, you don't see situations like that, folks, where the amount of, um, of the tax base that it brings in, the amount of workers that it brings in. That type of facility, I mean, that is really impressive. Now, the town council is going to vote on it tonight, but I, I would, you know, I would think if Mayor Policina, and I'll get him on at some point to talk about it, but if he's come this far, now it's just a matter of, you know, pushing this. He's in the red zone, and now he just has to punch it through. But boy, what an absolute, what an absolute win for the for the town of Johnston. So congratulations to them. Hey, folks, right now at 1255 on this Wednesday. Now, again, remember, we go until 2 o'clock. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Next hour, I am going to talk President Trump in the news, Biden in the news, what happened in California, some of the ramifications. But I want to remind you, if you're thinking of doing some, getting something paved, maybe why not get your driveway paved before wintertime, J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios. J. Perry Paving. Call them today at 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730, letter J. J. Perry Paving. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, J. Perry Paving. They have your back. Check out the benefits of investing in asphalt paving below. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. Licensed, insured, contracting company. Call them today for a free quote. 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. It's letter J. J. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook. And remember, no one is better to veterans than J. Perry Paving. If you're listening right now on this Wednesday afternoon on either AM 1380 or 99.9 FM or online or on Facebook, wherever you may be, but if you're listening and you know of a veteran and maybe that veteran 
would like to get their driveway paved, contact J. Perry Paving. No one will offer them a better deal than J. Perry Paving. Folks, call them 401 401- 732-1730. Look for a free quote, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry. Yes, paving. Folks, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, again, we go until uh, 2 o'clock. Coming up, we're going to have the 1 o'clock news. We still have the power hour to go. Big local news, and it is it is big local news, and that is that the mayor of Providence, Jorge Elijah, will now not be, unfortunately for us, will not be running for governor. I was hoping he would. I was hoping to be able to attend, folks. This also means, you know, it means a lot of things. It means he doesn't go to, um, he doesn't have a lot of press conferences anymore. It means... Um, it, it means that he also can he can almost be a little dangerous because who knows what he can implement now without any real pushback. He is time limited. He is a term limited out. Now he doesn't have to worry about being questioned in running for governor. So that's um, it, it's it's problematic. It's problematic for the state. It's certainly problematic for. Uh, the residents of the city of Providence, because now, you know, let's just think if there were things he was doing where he was at the very least trying to still stay reasonable and viable because he would be running for governor. That's that's now gone by the wayside. So now he is in office. So now when does he have press conferences? He doesn't have to have press conferences. He's going to do whatever he wants. He's, he's going to be checked out for the next 15 months. And think of that. That's, you know, Christmas tree lighting this year, Christmas tree lighting next year. I thought he was delusional trying to run for governor. I've heard his internal polling numbers came back brutal, absolutely brutal because of the ATVs, because of the violence in Providence, because of his tone deafness, because he's anti-police. Because he supports all the progressive radical agenda. I've heard his internal poll numbers were just a train wreck. How bad are they? Even though he has $1 million and he's the mayor of Providence and you need Providence in order to win the Democrat primary, he's not going to run. So, folks, good afternoon at 1259. It's John DePietro. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. Power hours next. I'm going to tell you a little bit why President Trump has been in the news and then also the latest on that California recall and how that went. A lot more ahead right now. We'll be back on the other side. Stand by for the 1 o'clock news.